I shared last week that the Bible speaks about proper categories and practices for men and women who are professing godliness. That is, they're seeking to live according to the values of right and wrong that the Bible speaks about. Of course, for some reason, people get upset when we talk about these sort of things today. It, it bothers people in our culture when Christians talk about this. But listen, if you're not a Christian, if you're not seeking to live according to the values of the Bible, then I guess you can just turn it off. You can disregard the things that we are saying about this sort of stuff and go on your merry way. Perfectly fine. We're not trying to force this upon you. Certainly not trying to force our cultural values upon you as much as it seems that many within our culture are trying to force their cultural values upon us. But here's the thing. Christians have standards, categories, and practices which they hold as right. I know that kind of freaks some people out because anytime you start to speak about what is right, it implies that there is a wrong. And if a Christian says, this is what we believe is the right value, or this is what we believe is the right path, then as soon as we say that, then anyone who's not living according to that, it implies that they're on the wrong path. And yes, Christians say that, but everybody has that sort of worldview. If you believe that your worldview is right, then you believe that the other worldviews is wrong. And for some reason today, we have a hard time telling people that we think they're wrong, even if we think they're wrong. At least we won't tell them that to their face. We'll spout upon it on Twitter or Instagram, or we'll tell everybody around us how much we think everybody else is wrong. But we won't tell anybody that we think that they're wrong because we have no idea how to interact with them to show where their value system, where their worldview is in error. That's a problem, but that's for another day. So there is a right and there is a wrong. And Christians believe that the Bible tells us what God, who we believe created us, defines as right and wrong for what he created. He made us and he's able to tell us this is right and this is wrong. He defines what is righteous, what's right. Of course, I talked a bit about this last week regarding women and their place in society and the home. And that gets people kind of freaked out and they get upset, but they fail to recognize that the Bible doesn't only speak to women, it speaks an awful lot to men. And if you move from the chapter that we looked at last week in 1 Timothy chapter 2 to 1 Timothy chapter 3, then you will see that it has a lot of things to speak to men who are professing godliness, who are seeking to live in a godlike, godly manner, in a right manner. So what does it say to them? 1 Timothy chapter 3 says that they should be blameless, that they should be the husband of one wife, that they should be temperate, that they should be sober-minded, of good behavior, hospitable, able to teach, not given to drunkenness, not violent, not greedy for money, gentle, not quarrelsome, not covetous, one who rules his own house well, not a novice, not one who is puffed up with pride, one who has a good testimony with those who are outside, those who are not believers. And it's on that last point that I want to speak directly for just a moment to the men who might listen to this now or in the future. What would your coworkers, your neighbors, your friends who are not believers, who don't go to church, what would they say about you? Do you have a good reputation, a good testimony with those who are outside, the people that you interact with on a regular basis? Would those people 
<clears throat> who you interact with, would they say of you that you are sober and temperate and that you're not quarrelsome and that you're not covetous and you're not greedy? Would they look at your life, those who interact with you on a regular basis and say, you are significantly different than the other people that they interact with on a regular basis? Perhaps one of the facts that drives the way that our culture views Christians is that they don't see a significant difference between the way that we, who are professing godliness, seeking to live according to the values of Scripture, they don't see a significant difference in the way that we live versus the way that other people in our culture live. Do they see a difference? I mean, I've talked about this even within the last couple of weeks on these broadcasts. Do they see a difference? Or is it that they see that Christians are just as covetous and just as quarrelsome and just as intemperate and just as greedy as all of the other people in our culture? If they do, then we really need to check whether or not we are fulfilling what the scriptures have to say. I think this is one of the reasons that another one of the New Testament writers says that it's time for judgment to begin at the house of God. That we need to look at our own lives in light of the scriptures and see are we these things? Are we aspiring to live in this manner? And if we're not, then we need to repent. That means we need to change our minds and change our hearts and change our directions and move in a new direction. As enabled by the Spirit of God, but we need to do that. One of the things that has really frustrated me over the last several years is that I have run into a number of Christian Bible teachers, guys like me, who they look at the imperatives of the Bible, the commands of the New Testament, and they say, those are merely to show us how bad we are. And they do show us how much we fail, but they also, also should be our aspirations. They should be things that we seek to fulfill by the enabling power of the Spirit of God, by His transforming Word, that we should aspire to live after those things and not just say, well, I'm so pitiful, I can't keep those things and thank God for his grace. Yes, thank God for his grace. And now by the grace of God, may we begin to walk in a pattern that is reputable. It makes people say, those people, they practice what they preach and they live with the values that they espouse. Well, it's something to think about as you drink your coffee today. We'll see you next time.